Well, Peter, did it seem like you clapped with me, or did it seem like I like? No, it seemed like we clapped at the same time. Okay, cool, good. Yeah, that's what we want. Love it. Okay. Yeah, for me, there's no delay. (laughs) (laughs) There's none. None even. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay, I'll count us down. I'll count us down from from three, and then I'll do the intro. Okay, sorry, I didn't know you were going into it. I know, know, there was no warning. I don't know what I was thinking. I should have said... (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Okay. Hello, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 4, the podcast where we watch Season 3, Episode 4 of a television show completely out of context with the rest of the series. It's late enough in the show to be good and early enough in the season to make sense. I'm Lisa. And I'm Adam. We're here with Peter Martineau, Peter James Albert Martineau. (laughs) He chose Avatar, The Last Airbender. Pete, um... (laughs) I guess we should. Can you tell us about you? Yeah, yeah. tell us about you. Then we'll talk about this show. You want to hear about me? You want to hear about me first before the show? Uh, well, hello. Lisa did an excellent job introducing my name. I am Peter James Albert Marino. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm, uh, I, I, uh, what do I do? I, right now I am a production assistant, but have, uh, dreams of the, the big screen, uh, and and so on. I know Adam and Lisa from college. We are on an improv troupe together. A very good time. Uh, uh, and as you see, that's continuing now. Here we go. We're going to talk about Avatar: The Last Airbender. I gotta say, uh, the good times with Peter always continue. It feels like it was a very yeah. good time when we were on. The- the team together now. I every time I see you, even though it's over Zoom, it, it's a good yeah. time. I I yeah. would agree. I'm having a blast. <laughs> well, thank um, you for coming yeah, on. Thank Peter. you so much. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it is always a pleasure. It's always been everything's so light and easy breezy, and it's wonderful working with you. So. You guys are good people. <laughs> easy to good. talk to. <laughs> <laughs> You're easy to talk to. You're good. I love this. <laughs> this the real is so reason nice. We invited him on so, <laughs> to fluff our ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, to so, fluff and be fluffed. Um, why did you? Yeah, why did you pick Avatar? Since we're um okay, so uh, to be candid with the audience, Lisa and Adam sent me a list of shows that they were like, oh, other people want to do these shows. And on that list was Bob's Burgers and Avatar The Last Airbender, both of which <laughs> are two of um, my favorite shows. And I uh, uh, went to IMDb and Hulu to look at what episodes of those shows Season 3, Episode 4 was. Now, Bob's Burgers is uh, about is a uh, episode where Bob gets kind of dragged into being a, um, uh, uh, like a, basically a servant on a ship. And that's the shenanigan. He gets like trapped on a cruise ship. Like he like gets on a cruise ship and the cruise ship takes off and they're like, Hey, like you work for us now. Um, I don't, it's not my favorite episode of that show. So I was like, okay, I don't really want to do Bob's burgers. Um, and so I went to look at Avatar and I saw that it was this episode, which is one of my favorite episodes of the show, um, slash like a really important episode in this show, I would say. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm sorry to whoever wanted, had expressed interest to do this show, but it kind (laughs) of, it kind of was like a. I'm here. Let's let's get it done. Decision. Um, I love that. Yeah. So because the the only other person I think who had expressed interest was Leslie. Yeah, yeah. and I know she would forgive and, me. I think, like, <laughs> from true. what I know yeah. of Leslie, she would forgive me for this. I think. Yeah. 
She I absolutely would. And she has other shows that she wants to do as well. Brilliant. So I think awesome. she has that uh uh that opportunity, you know. The kismet um, would be if cuz I think I thought that um Cora, The Legend of Cora was her like one of her favorite shows. So the kismet would be is if she chose to do that episode which we were recording with her next week, right? Oh, that so. would be that would be cool to do. Nice little back to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be. Um, I mean, she she was also talking about doing Ameri- doing America's Next Top Model. So yeah, so it could be any anything. It could be also anything. Great, also wow. a great choice. Very good choice. I I I. Uh, I was, so all right, let's yeah. um. Here's we got some details about the show. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Um, Avatar: The Last Airbender is an American show which aired on Nickelodeon, but we watched it on Netflix. Uh, it's about Aang, who is the last and. Long lost avatar from the Airbender Nation, who is meant to restore balance to the Force and all that jazz. Oh, yeah, I think you misunderstood That's... this show, Lisa. Uh, I mean, right. yes, this I episode. I told you to read the script. I tell you all the time to read the script before we start. <laughs> I if never... you give me creative license, yes. I will take a yeah. mile. Okay, yeah, I will. As you I will give you what you ask of. It's about Aang, who is the last and long-lost avatar from the Airbender Nation, who is meant to restore balance to the Force and all that jazz. This episode is titled uh, Sokka's say, Master. That is, a, that is a much better reading. Good job on the second take. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> We're keeping both. We'll we keep, have to. We are keeping both, but <laughs> thank I appreciate you so much. the... Uh, <laughs> He's now yeah. our producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we if we had to cut down time, we'll keep the second one. <laughs> no, I, right? I we keep it. both, but Still. you took the note well. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, this episode is titled Sokka's Master, and the IMDb summary of it is, after deciding he's the least valuable member of the team, Sokka seeks an apprenticeship with, with a sword master. The rest of the gang tries to adjust uh, to being without him, the imprisoned Iroh may not be as beaten as he seems. Um, I, I have, is that, is that the yeah. Whole? So I have a quick thing, and he's not the he's not the the last Avatar. Is what I will say. You're right. He's the last Airbender, That's true. but not the last Avatar. The last. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. my bad. No oh problem. My God, that's a Which good actually catch. That's leads a good me. Correction. It leads me into my first question. Which is, yes. have you both seen the show, and if much, if so, how much of it have you seen? Um, I have seen the show. I watched it in high school. Like, I wasn't in middle school. I didn't watch Same. it when it was on. I watched it back in high school. And I was like, whoa! And I loved it, and I thought it was so cool. And I've re-watched it probably two times since then. So I really, I love this show. Yeah. yeah, I'm all in on this show. Very familiar with it. I feel very close to it. Okay. I'm, I'm, I watched it, but like when I was watching it, it was on, it was only on Nickelodeon. There was no like, you, like you missed episodes, you fucking missed episodes, you oh, know dang. what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, uh, like this episode came out in 2007 and streaming wasn't like a thing until like a couple years later. So, so I missed a good amount of like a lot of in between stuff, which is not like they pack a lot of plot or like they'll hide little little plot points in an episode yeah. that that are they. That's like I this mean, they whole show episode. you. They do a great job on showing you in the recap. Um, like I'm sure there's a moment in this episode in particular where I'm sure that's gonna end up in a in a previously on, you know? Um, but, <laughs> yeah. but you, it's still like you miss a, a great episode and then you miss a great episode. So mm. I have seen like the end, I know it happens at the end of this series and, and kind of at the beginning, but I've missed so much. <laughs> yeah. So you've never watched it through since you were watching it when it was on. Yeah. Which God, I should have. Wow. I watched, I recently watched the legend of Korra all the way through. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. No excuse for me. No, I think it's. I think that's a perfectly reasonable explanation. And yeah. also, 
um, uh, a very interesting one to be coming at this show and be like, so you have like familiarity, but not, uh, you, you don't have the expertise or the like almost expecting what's going to happen Yeah. that like Pete or I might have. I, what's your relationship with this show, Peter? Um, so I watched it, uh, it was like definitely on when I was like in my Nickelodeon phase of like childhood. Like it was a show that was on and I watched, um, never in any like linear capacity, but I, it was like one of those shows where I was like, Oh, like nice airbenders on. Um, and then I definitely rewatched it in high school. I rewatched once in college freshman year, like binged in my bed in my dorm. And then, um, I think I, I, and I watched it during quarantine <laughs> and then I watched Korra after I watched it during quarantine. I was like, I haven't seen Korra, but I'm going to watch Avatar and then do Korra. Um, but I, I, I think it's great. I think it, I think it far surpasses what it ever needed to accomplish as a television show for like young children. I think it has excellent lessons. I think it teaches people how to treat other people fairly in a lot of ways. Um, I think there's some decent accurate, not accurate. I think there's some decent representation. Um, I think it's a good show. I think it's a great show. <laughs> it is right. Yeah. Like the only, I mean, I like that you brought up representation because I, the crazy thing is representation is really important, but th this show in particular offers representation and is criticized for, for it's, I mean, it's, it's cultural appropriation is what it is, right? I mean, and we're like, there's plenty of articles online that are probably much better at describing it, but if, if you can forgive it for that, it's still really good because it's, I mean, it's just good storytelling and you're right. Like there's, it's great for kids where like there's little lessons in each episode and it's I and mean, that's the thing I noticed about Cora also. It's like, like like the the drama of it is like heightened. Every these these kids feel everything to like a ten, you know? There's yeah. no there's like a zero and there's a sixty and there's like almost no in between if they have an emotion, you know? Mm -hmm. Which but I think that's accurate too for like when you're growing up, you kind of, like, feel that way about life. Yeah, especially teenager. And also, well, they have to save the world kind of a thing, too. Oh, gosh, so they're, yeah. they're dealing with the literal world-ending ramifications of everything they do. Uh, to touch on the cultural appropriation thing, uh, like, it is true that, like, the, like the creators... Uh, um, well, I actually don't know that if both creators are white or... Well, their names are, and not to judge them based on their names, but um, Michael Dante DiMartino and Brian Bonitsko. Bonitsko. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't know nah. what they look like. I know there are a lot they're... of issues with that with the movie. <clears throat> the movie was very, very yeah. whitewashed. Considering the, considering that the man who who made the movie uh, M Night Shyamalan is is like a, a an Indian man or a Pakistani or yeah and this is offensive even just like not knowing what M Night Shyamalan like where he his heritage is but um, I guess it wasn't a concern to him yeah and I guess like in the show too I was actually thinking about that not to get like make this the first topic of our show. But like, I was thinking about that and like yeah. some of the characters definitely have, um, all the characters have a lot of Asian influence. And I was thinking about that in regards specifically to Sokka and Katara because they both have blue eyes, but they still are kind of represented as like Asian characters. Um, yeah. And but I was thinking about that and I was thinking in the context of the show like they're from the water tribe where everyone like has like blue eyes like genetically and then I started like going going off in my head about like the different genetics in the avatar world and I'm like like this is canon that no one needs like <laughs> um, um right. Uh but I like I was definitely thinking about that but I I also 
mention representation more is in regards to just like there's not a lot of shows where they portray like maybe kids shows especially and maybe not so much nowadays but at least like in the early 2000s when I was watching cartoons where like the the female characters are like just fucking kick ass you know what I mean <laughs> right like yeah. not only yeah. are yeah. like really cool well developed characters but also like literally kick ass like some some of the strongest benders in the Avatar universe are like women, and like that's not always the case in shows like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's a very good point. Even even in Legend of Korra, it's just like a consistent theme. I think that everyone in this world is kind of they're created equally for sure, and maybe treated equally as well. I think the only like the problems with the Fire Nation, right, are just like is it a superiority thing or? Yeah, I think yeah, so. It, I think it's a, I think it's it, like a power and greed thing. Yeah. Ah, so, yeah. so and like there is definitely is just... superi- there is superiority stuff that happens in the show though. Like there's definitely like classism within like that world. Like the, like it exists there as much as it exists anywhere else. Right. Mm, yeah. It's also like a technological superiority thing mm. too. Like the technologies of the armies of the Fire Nation are like far surpassed the yeah, they're kind like, of badass. Yeah, what what any of the other nations can are doing, yeah. you know. Should and we so, should we like set up the world like yeah. if, if anyone doesn't know the show like Yeah, the, we, I guess we the nations are pretty important, it. right? Do you want to <laughs> Sure. So we there's take a quiz there's, too. <laughs> there's uh water, earth, fire, <laughs> and air. Uh, each element in this world uh, is represented in different nations. There are the water tribes, which are in the north and south of the uh, uh, world. There is the Fire Nation, which is a crescent uh, cluster of islands on the western part of the world. Um, the biggest nation is the Earth Kingdom. Um, notice how they're all different uh like governing styles like there's the kingdom and the nation and then the tribes um and then the uh air nomads which have temples in the uh north south east and west of the uh uh, world um they all live together in harmony until one nation until one uh until one day the fire nation attacked um this is also (laughs) the intro to the television show like interspersed with information (laughs) about it um, but yeah, they lived in peace for a long time uh, with help from the avatar, who is the bridge between the physical and spiritual world. They are gifted with the ability to bend, um, all four elements. There are also people who cannot bend. Um, and the idea of the show is, uh, the avatar knows that the fire nation is going to win this generational war um by the end of summer uh and that's like we follow the we follow the gang through their uh it's like three months it's like it's like not a lot of time like there's that's like one issue with the show series like, like pretty much it's like one summer it's like he wakes up and then they're like by the summer solstice like he will win not to spoil. I mean, that happens like in the yeah. very beginning of the show, so it's not really spoilers. But um, wow! But that's the world. Really that's it the is world for me. Know. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's crazy because yeah. like because the kids seem like they really grow up. Like if I feel like physically yeah. they change. Yeah, I think that's just a part. Like they work out every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess they're constantly fighting. Yeah, they're, they're they're studying martial they're, they arts styles. Bathe. You know, that's like the topic of the episode we watched, oh which God. is like he learns how to sword fight in one day. Like, and Ang learn masters three elements in three months. Like, <laughs> like it's a very condensed it's show. But it must yeah, be, and so well, you either and- you either have to accept that like these kids are extremely talented. Or, like, people pick things up really quickly in this universe. I will accept that they're very talented. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that the Avatar himself is, like, meant to be um, talented, right? I mm-hmm. mean, cause the, and that's something they don't re- 
As from my understanding, they don't necessarily explore the spirit world in this show as much as they do in Korra. That's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, they do have, like, a... I mean, Aang definitely does have a spirit spiritual connection thing that he has to foster and develop, but it's, I guess, also, he's already in touch spiritually more than Korra is. Because so he's, a, Korra because he's an airbender. Who are yeah. already, like, nomads, so, like, they've already let go of all the material possessions and, like, family mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And uh, and that's another, that's like a comparison to, like, the Avatar in this world is essentially in touch with every single other past Avatar. Like, the, it's all, like, the same Yeah, like, through meditation. In a different, yeah. Yeah. It's a, so this is a very dense, densely built <laughs> world. It's yeah. a very yeah. cool, like, like, it makes me think of uh, D&D, just because it, it's just, like, people building their own worlds uh, uh, in their own time. And it makes me think of what I've played and, and what, like, worlds that I've, like, created. And um, this show has such a rich uh, world history that feels at, like it feels like every episode builds the world more and you get to see more of the world even if it is just for joke purposes or for the plot of an episode like this one where Sokka needs to uh learn the art of sword play yeah um which is really cool to see this in a a uh show about essentially martial arts martial arts that uh, allow you to change the world around you uh that allow you to shape elements he learns a martial art that is like pure warrior. Like yeah, pure... Very, it's all physical. It's yeah. all it's all like I guess not all physical because even the teacher says to him that like you're not the strongest, and and I didn't want you here. I like I didn't train you because of your skill. I trained you because of your uh, what your are you, creativity, versatility, and, versatility and uh, it's like the things. It's like he recognized the things that make a great that's like like also why it's like okay that he was trained in like a day at least like logically speaking is because like the master saw like the skills that make a great swordsman in him rather than seeing somebody who is skilled at swordsmanship like I, that's like the idea right. and, <laughs> and he yeah. respected and to, him for lying to too to, he did and yeah. he knew like I mean I, he forgave him for lying too because he knew he was lying the whole time um, yeah, I think that's what the, like gave him like gave him the respect that he needed to like get the approval or whatever. Right. And and so so what happens is the there it's it's four characters, right? It's it's Aang, it's Katara, it's Sokka, and it's um Toph. Toph. And they're they're undercover, right? They're undercover in the Fire Nation right they're now. They're in the Fire Nation, yeah. And they're like and, wearing clothes that they stole. And they like something happens. And and Sokka has a, essentially a crisis of identity, right? Where he's like, I don't know how I can help you guys. Yeah. Well, so they do this a lot in this show is they'll have, like, individual episodes. So, like, there'll be an episode that's, like, mo- mostly Aang or Katara or Toph. And, like, this happens to be, like, Sokka's. And this happens to be Sokka's that, like, in my opinion, like, like, fi- like is the final chapter of his character arc. That's how I see this episode. It's like a really subtle way of being like Sokka's character's arc is like basically completed, and now the rest of the show we get to watch this like new person. That's I love that. Very cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's why this is one of your favorite episodes. That's like yeah, it's also it's just like the subtlety of it. And it's like one long montage. Like yeah. it's like the beginning, <laughs> it's like the very rushed beginning. And then just like one really like one really long montage of like him learning a skill, him being goofy, like him being better, him learning a skill, him being goofy, him being better until mm-hmm. the end of the episode. <laughs> I also think this might be one of my favorite episodes because it's- the sword is like the coolest fucking thing. Like a black <laughs> sword <laughs> made out of like space metal. Like, are you shit? Like, what? <laughs> Like in I a, wanted yeah. that in a, a show kid. where people can can like shape fire and water and move elements and stuff and do all kinds of crazy cool spiritual stuff. Yeah, he has this fucking 
metal axe space sword that's so cool and it's like and it's it's also it's so tangible and it's also like an episode about like everyone's good at their own thing and contributes in their own ways like it's this goes back to like this show has really nice messages for kids like you like you can learn a lot from watching avatar i thought that in the moment where sokka is is beating himself up about it and Katara comes up to him and she's like, none of us think this about you. I thought that's like such a sweet, true thing. Yeah. Like, like you beat yourself nice up sister. more than anybody else will. Yeah, yeah. that too. Like a yeah. really nice sister moment where she was like recognizing that he was just doing some bad negative self-talk <laughs> and um, needed to know that his perspective was only his. Yeah. Uh, yeah. should, we, should we clarify real quick? So there's, there's of the four, like, kids traveling, Aang is the Avatar. Then Katara and Sokka are siblings. We mentioned the names before, but we didn't go over relationships, and that might be helpful. We didn't. Right. Yeah, this Katara is good. This is good. and Sokka are siblings, and Toph is a blind orphan that they picked up to teach Aang earthbending. She has she's parents, not an orphan. but she's like... Well, she has parents, but she's like pretty much emancipated herself as like that's a true. eleven yeah. or her twelve year old. Suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. consider her an orphan, like because she doesn't recognize her parents as her parents. Do you know what I mean? I guess maybe that's not fair. Of yeah, me. yeah. I'm projecting. She's a runaway. Her. Yeah, she's a run- runaway. Runaway sure. might be better. Runaway might be better. And a better descriptor. In a lot of ways, it's kind of like they all kind of are. I mean. Do are Katara and um, Sokka's parents? Their their mom is dead, but their father is alive, and their father is one of the people who's planning the rebellion. It's and like he the he's the leader of like the water tribe. Yeah, leader of the water of tribe. the, the southern, northern of the southern water southern, tribe. Yeah, southern southern water the tribe. that's another thing the show does is they they each nation is sort of like takes it from a very specific. Um, like it chooses martial arts. Like like Japan is like kind of the fire nation essentially, right? And China is like the earth nation. Like they took martial arts from those places and they used those when they were animating and deciding what the fighting so styles were going to be. Literally, one of the fight coordinators, like not someone who like animated or choreographed the animated fights, one of like the people who they consult about about martial arts on the show. Was the person? This is my IMDb trivia number one. I love uh, it. Was the person who they modeled the Swordmaster after? So that person oh, was like one of the so people cool. on the show who they like hired to talk to about like martial arts and how characters should move depending on like which nation they like learned um, their respective bending. That's really yeah. rad. Yeah, yeah, that's my IMDb that- number one. I think that the the water nations are supposed to be like more more Samoan, more um, Airbenders. Uh, I don't know. I, I think so, they're they're based uh, around Tibetan monks. Yeah, the sort of that's their inspiration. The airbenders. There's actually the- uh, there's great articles about this, and I didn't look them up and yeah. do the research. But they 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 at least chose to pull from each of those, and like that's just another like unique thing that that the show does where like they they stuck to they wanted to like honor even if it maybe wasn't their place but honor where they were um borrowing from you know to mm-hmm. like like the, these are different cultures and and the fighting styles are different and I just I thought that was a cool tidbit and it's cool that the swordsman is Somebody who worked on the show that they modeled off. <laughs> yeah. Like, I this whole episode is also like a, a lot of the tropes are basically like a your Rocky film, your Karate Kid. That's another thing I love about it. Like you were saying, it's basically one long montage. And <laughs> yeah, and even it with is. the Iroh stuff. It, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the Iroh. Iro oh wait, speaking of nuts. IMDb fact number two. That was the new yeah. voice actor's first episode. So, very sad. Oh. The original Iroh voice actor, I believe, died. And this was the first episode with the new voice actor. He doesn't have a lot of lines. <laughs> Mostly just grunts. I don't and... remember him sp- 
speaking at all. Yeah, I think it's just grunts and him eating rice, and he maybe says, like, one word. I think he says something that makes him sound crazy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But But it's... (laughs) I remember seeing this episode for the first time and being like, holy shit, Iroh's the biggest badass of this entire show. It's been known. It's been known. Best best character, hands down. (laughs) Hands down best character. This guy who's in his (laughs) 60s or something, just getting cut while he's in jail and, like, hiding it. Hiding the fact that he's so ripped from people. Oh, I, so when I cool. when, So when I watched it, um, for those of you listening, uh, I watched it this morning and then again this afternoon with uh, Adam and Lisa. And um, when we were watching it, when I saw him do his uh, leg, like hanging sit-ups, I was like, more like Uncle Iroh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sitting on that joke. Uh, I've been sitting on that joke until this that. minute. <laughs> Uncle Ira, for yeah. real though, like the, it. All they do is show you. It's like a short ten second or twenty second like scene, and it's just him. It's a really well, subtle all, episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. the guard is like a dick to him for no reason, except that he, I guess, is a. What's the word? I mean, he's acting crazy. But, like, he, the guy doesn't have to say anything. He doesn't have to be an asshole. Yeah, he's just he an is. asshole to Iroh. And Iroh is just like, whatever, give me my food. And he's, <laughs> I'm going to work out immediately after. <laughs> like, I don't know what the purpose of this is. Like, I don't know what he's training for except to get out. Mm-hmm. And to, well, to maintain, so like, what else is he going to do? His whole thing is um, Uncle Iroh, again, for those of you listening, is the brother of the evil Fire Lord and um, uncle to the main protagonist of the series. Antagonist. Um, sorry, thank you. Antagonist. Yeah. I got that wrong in my head. Antagonist, Zuko. Um, and, and we didn't see this he, episode at all. No, but I have I my IMDb fact number three is about Zuko, but we'll get to that when we get back to the episode. All right, cool. Um, uh, and Uncle Iroh was like this huge war hero for the uh, Fire Nation army, um, but then kind of uh, he like left the army and like maybe was like oh, injured no. or <laughs> lost a battle and like disgraced and like comes back and he realized like oh like everything I did in the army was like super fucked up and like my brother is evil and like everything about the nation that I once loved is like ruined. Um, like, it's all poisoned and tainted. So he's in jail um, for treason or whatever. And uh, he's bulking up because he, this, like, episode is, like, is, like, they are they are wrapping the series up. And I think they know that. They're, like, final battle is coming. Like, end of days. We got to wrap up storylines. We got to wrap up character arcs. Um, and like, this was like, just like a character arc point for Iroh to show like his final, again, his final transition into like his new self of of, like, um, being like a, like a badass old guy. Yeah. It's a nice parallel for Sokka and like exactly what you were saying is that like he becomes who he's supposed to be. Yeah. For the rest of the series, for the for the finale, if you yeah, will. which is the whole show is building up to that finale, too. right? Yeah, it's it's a wonderfully because uh, there's only three seasons to the show. It's a wonderfully structured show where there doesn't feel like there's any episodes that are that are wasting time that much, um, and uh, there's like one or two episodes like that people have said are really. Uh, not worth watching. One of them is in the first season, I think, and it's like these two tribes that are fighting in like a mm. like as they go through a uh, uh, canyon, like a valley or something like that. The canyons, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, there because this show is so well plotted out over the the three seasons, and it was ending. Like the the creators knew 
that's the story they wanted to tell. I think that's what gave them the, like, um, not freedom, but, like, the clarity to be, uh, to create such a good show for uh, ostensibly an audience that they didn't need to make as good of a show yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> if we want to talk about more connections within this episode, is Uncle Iroh is also training to become basically to take his place as the leader of this secret society called the White Lotus, who the oh, I knew it. I was the, um, the Swordmaster is also a member of. So throughout the episode, right. all in the background of the Swordmaster's house, there's like images of the White Lotus. It's on like his front door. It's like above his door in the hallway. It's like all over the episode. And at the end of the episode, he gives Sokka a Paisho tile that has Paisho is a game that they play in the show. Um, it's like a tiled game, like dominoes. Um, I don't know how it's played. But uh, it's the it's a tile with a white lotus on it, and IMDb back IMDb fact not number three. We'll go to number four because I already said that number three was something that I was going to reveal later. Uh, is that is it can, canonically is an unofficial invite into the White Lotus Society. So if you were if oh, you're shit. gifted a white lotus tile, it means that like you're being it's like you're being marked for the White Lotus. Like to become a member. So Sokka is at what is he? Sixteen? Yeah, something like 17? that. Seventeen. He's but he's already been invited into the White yeah. Lotus. Um, and this is group. just to frame this in everyone's mind. The series takes place in three months. This episode took place in two days. Three days. Three, three days. Three yeah. Days? So the first day was him trying to become a sword <laughs> swords master. The second day was him figuring out the metal that he was going to use and getting oh, the man. the boulder to the place. Right. And then he spends all night melting the metal down for the sword in the next day. Oh, and the next day. Meanwhile, as he's training, his friends are. Just depressed that he's not that around. Is, yeah, they can't yeah. hang out with him for for two fucking days, yeah. and they're losing their minds. <laughs> they just fall apart because they don't have anyone who can make a good sarcastic remark. Yeah, he's Aang's the funny just guy. insulting, and <laughs> Ang Katara and, and Katara. Top started testing their tight fives. Yeah. And they were, it was not very tight, very loose, mm-hmm. very loose material. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have a clear uh, story or yeah. goal in mind. Yeah. So. And they were their own audience, which was mm-hmm. another epic failure, I think, on yeah. for them. I mean, Aang was pretty funny when he was being savage. Yeah, it was just like, uh, it, I, he didn't realize right, right. <laughs> that he was being mean. He was being too mean, yeah. Um, they just missed him. It was clear. They did. That much was yeah. clear. Um, it was really cute, but for me, I didn't realize till like, halfway through the episode. That, like, I waited until I got to the other side of my note card to say, mm-hmm. one day? One yeah. day? I remember you, while we were watching, you went, one day? And I was like, we're going to have a conversation about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Also, it, it was very sped up. It was very sped up. Like, even the interaction of them in the beginning was so sped up of, like, him being, like, like just the fact that Sokka was oh, no. different. Um, uh, oh, no. Are you guys there? Uh, we've just hung up on Peter. Sorry. It's okay. We'll call him back. I think it's every... It, this keeps coming out of my ear, and I keep... Lost you there for a second. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. I, I think I... It's my the AirPod keeps coming out of my ear. Oh, okay. Are we back? Oh, are we it's back? Frozen. It's poor connection. Again. Yeah, are we back? I can I can see and hear you. Yes. Okay, oh, we can hear you. We can't see you, but we can oh, hear we, you. Okay, yeah, cool. It's, it's very bad the video, but okay. <laughs> um, um. Well, so yeah, like it's very rushed in the beginning. Um, between in their interaction. Uh, but I think, so here comes, here comes the third IMDb fact is that, uh, the sword master was also, uh, Zuko's sword master. Um, <gasps> so what? this guy, oh if we take what we know from that and what we know from his assumptions about Sokka showing up 
is like this guy is so used to like just privileged assholes coming and being like hey like you have to be my master because like my daddy said so my daddy the the emperor yeah. <laughs> said so yeah. my daddy yeah. the fire lord <laughs> like and presumably he's shelled out like tons and tons of coins to this like sword master who is being forced to do it and like so he finally gets a kid who's just like no like i came here because like i felt like i like i needed to you know like yeah like I don't it, think it, that, it, it was like an, just another reason. Yeah, just another reason why like his quick acceptance of him could be accepted by a a a, a nitpicky audience member if they knew yeah, that yeah. much canon of, of Avatar. Yes, because when, when I do remember pronouncing, that's all. That's all it took. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. thought there was going to be much more to that convincing him storyline than there was. Yeah. No, it was... <laughs> I think he was also, like, because we know that he's thinking really far ahead, um, like, he recognizes Sokka's name as being, like, a water tribe name. Yeah. And yeah. he's, like, he immediately is, like, he understands the situation on a deeper level than than he oh, lets yeah. on. That and he he's a member it. of the White Lotus. Yeah, yeah. So he probably... Yeah, so he'd be into somebody lying... <laughs> He'd be into like a water yeah. a water tribe member lying being a fire like a, from the fire nation. Yeah. Um can we so in the, there was one moment in the beginning where um they're in the weapon store and like Sokka this is like when they when he realizes or sort of Ang puts it in his head that he should go and be trained by a master, right? Yeah, he needs a master, not but, a weapon. Right, because right. he thinks that he should just have a better weapon to help the gang. But while they're in that weapon store, it's just, like, deadly weapons all around them, and they're just playing like they are children Yeah, in this with yes. deadly sharpened weapons. That <laughs> yeah. store clerk the, does the not care. The shopkeep... He, he does not. He he like lets them fuck around with all these weapons, and it isn't like until Sokka mess. looks at this nice ass sword that he's like, "You got a good eye." Yeah, and then he says, "This was made by the guy who lives lives in the mansion up the street," and walks away. He's not even trying to sell the weapon to Sokka. It's actually the you guys. Man. It's actually the only sentence he knows how to say. <laughs> oh no! That's why. Wow, the only words he oh. knows. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's he's a man of destiny, is what he yeah. is. He's a man who guides people towards. It's destiny. almost like yeah. he was written in to move plot and characters. <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of characters are that one-dimensional, but <laughs> yeah. But they have like funny lines when they are one-dimensional too, you know. Oh, it was Sometimes. also like he looked like Uncle Iroh. He looked ex- yeah. he did. He, was, he did. He yeah. was the they old Uncle Iroh. Like, they reused look. some character design in this episode. I noticed yeah. a couple times. Um, but that yeah. makes sense too. If 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 it's if it's all one nation, right? Like, yeah, they'd have like, hairstyles that were the same. Yeah, it's like they make the joke mm-hmm. about like he says Lee. Like he's like, oh, you should try Lee. There's thousands of them. For his name instead yes. of, yeah, as yeah. a fake name. Instead of Which Sokka. is also Zuko's fake Fire Nation name. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, man. And- <laughs> oh, gosh. Do you think Zuko got that idea from his old Swordmaster then? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, like they were training one day, drinking tea, and the Swordmaster was like, Zuko, if you ever need a fake name... Try Lee. <laughs> There's thousands of them. <laughs> that would be like if you were like training to be, I don't know, a soldier or you're training on something and the person training you, your kickboxer trainer is like, you know, if you ever need a fake name, try Bob. Try Chris. Try Chris. And why why would Chris. your boxing like instructor tell you that shit? <laughs> I have some weird shit from your boxing. It's because your boxing instructor has been in a situation where they needed a fake name. <laughs> and Bob He's or Chris a member worked of the for White them. Lotus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Zuko, we know that but Zuko's like the main antagonist, but we know, right, that he does turn over a new leaf. Right. Yeah. He has an incredible and, story arc. Character art. Incredible, yeah. yeah. And what maybe one of the best in the and whole well show. Earned. I, yeah. I'll it say wasn't it. it wasn't even like forced or or 
phony, like it was very natural and well written. They really took the time to like get him from where he started to where he went from like the worst type of teenager. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think he. Yeah, yeah, he's. I mean, he's he's a he's a product of of a basically a psychopathic father. Oh yeah, super abusive dad. Yeah, yeah. Physically, yeah. mentally, emotionally abusive dad, and like sheltered as mm-hmm. a child and mm-hmm. teen and young man, and also and money, yeah, the privilege also, right? Of yeah. of mm. being abused, but also being told you're better than everyone else, yeah, but not being good enough, even though you are, yeah. like, oh, and you will and never be good enough, even the, though you're better than the everyone. trauma of his of his mother passing or disappearing, right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. So where is he in this episode? Like he's not here because he's doing something else. He's in the. I I think he's still in the Fire Nation. Um, he's like reaccepted. He's hanging his... out with his sister. Yeah. This is like a mini yeah. like. This oh, is a no. mini like really phony fake happy time for like the royal fire family. Like it's like yeah. Zuko has returned. Oh. He's like spending time with his sister. But, like, Zuko realizes that, like, the thing he thinks is going to bring him happiness never does. And so he's like, I have to be a new person. And maybe he's hiring that sister... assassin. He's what? Maybe he, the, he's finding that assassin he hires later. Oh, maybe. Isn't his sister, like, a psycho also? Oh, crazy, yeah. crazy. Yeah. She's yeah. never really redeemed. Really crazy. She's, she's never she's redeemed. She's the yeah. true yeah. villain. They, they are like each other's true. foils. Yeah. Like, what can happen... Because they're basically the same, from the same place. She's older, right? And she's, she's younger. She has zero guidance. She's younger. She's younger. Yeah. Well, uh, she she is. Le- yeah. And she had a bad relationship with the mom, whereas Zuko had a good relationship with the mom. But she had a good relationship with the dad, whereas Zuko did not. Yeah. Ooh. And Zuko had Iroh, though, to replace his yeah. like, father, whereas she had no one. Uh, to other than her father, who was this tyrant, yeah, she a tyrant in a way where like, yeah. yeah, like the like genuinely bad people with bad beliefs. So so Zuko is essentially in a place where he's trying to have what everyone else has. He wants a family. He wants his family, and he wants to be happy with that family. But he has to like realize that that's never going to happen, and he. Yeah, well, he, he realizes he was never, too. like, yeah, the thing he wanted was in front of him the whole time. Like, it's like that classic story. <laughs> like, what's oh, that? Man. What's the, what, the, uh, uh, like the Scrooge, not the Scrooge. What is it? The Grinch? No, it's like the story, and it's like, maybe it is Scrooge, but I'm just misremembering it. The story of, like, the guy, and he showed his miracle on 30. 34th Street. 34th Street, yeah. And he's, like, shown, like, his life, like, his the people in his life without him. And he's, like, No, oh, no, no. That's not... That's, that's, that's not a miracle. Um, that's, that's the other Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, That's It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. It's, like, miracle he was 34th happy... 34th Street is Santa's he, taken to court. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, the old movies are weird. <laughs> yeah. In Miracle on 34th Street, they take Santa to court for fraud, essentially. You're not oh my God. Santa. Yeah. Okay, so... And he's like... <laughs> it sounds like... So oh that's my God, sort okay. of this. <laughs> but it's not that at all. So it is, the, it is the It's a Wonderful Life situation, right? Yeah. Where he's... <laughs> like, he shows what his life like could have been like. And he's like, oh my God, I don't want that. Like, he was actually better. Yeah. Right, yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel like we we covered like all the bases here. Um, yeah, we had like I guess we didn't like really break it down scene by scene of this, but I think we just really wanted to talk about this show in its entirety too. Yes, yeah. I think. But we kind of talked uh, about we it. We all really love it. We kind of talked yeah, about it. It's yeah. a montage. Saka it's, it's Sokka a stuff. It's you know? it's very cool that like this episode, and I I'm getting the sense more and more that this point in a season is an important episode in that someone, like, something, people change at this point in a season. And it's really cool to see an episode like this that you said, Peter, where 
these two, like two of the not, I guess, major characters, not uh, main characters, but major characters of the show uh, have their completed sort of like character character arc to the point where they're ready for the final showdown. And how many yeah, it's like episodes these are two, there in a season? Uh, this one, so it's uh, if Netflix is to be believed, and if my memory is to be believed from this morning, it's 16 in the first season, 14 in the second season, and 12 in the third season. Oh, wow. Okay. That's what, okay. I, that's what I think I remember, but I might be wrong. That's a pretty decent season. Yeah. I mean, it could have been 60 episodes, and I would have been happy, but, you know, I guess... Absolutely. Because they're, what, 25-minute yeah. episodes, too? They're, like, yeah. Nickelodeon half-hour yeah. long. Yeah. I think this is one of those shows that could very easily be revisited and remade and be awesome. And so they, they, they've tr- they're, they were trying that, and they had the original creators on, and then... Like the same thing happened with the movie where the studio wanted to go in a direction where the creators were like, we don't want to go in that direction. And it ended in the creators leaving. Like they are very, very passionate and strict about like their vision and don't want to make any avatar that isn't like made the exact way they want to make it. Which like makes sense. Wait, so they like, left, like it's a very. But... I think Netflix is still making it and it's going to be live action. So we'll see what they do. Yeah. I heard um, recently, though, that Nickelodeon is creating a studio for the Avatar. Yes, that, yeah. Like, yeah. creators. Which is not going to be the live-action show that's coming out on yeah. Netflix, but it's going to be and the And we're hoping that Avatar they, they their keep their... The creators are able to do what they want so that they actually follow through, follow through with the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it would be cool. Like... It's it's clearly a great story. I don't know what exactly their vision is, but it's got to be better I think than it, I, I, My guess is it has to do with the tone. Just, like, the tone and the things that they want to convey. Because, like, the story would obviously be different, but, like, I bet they're worried about, like, the heart of the show being changed or ruined for whatever reason. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I, and I think, uh, like, part of the heart of the show is how much care they take in building out these you know, peoples and these places and these yeah. characters. Like, um, I hadn't thought about this episode as uh, subtle or as um, underscored, like you said, Peter, but that uh, this was a subtler episode. It wasn't, like, big booms and... Uh, explosives and stuff. Something yeah. the, the show does really well is that, like, even if it is a big boom and explosive, there's, like, every single thing matters, and almost every single thing is gonna it's get like tied a, up. It's like or a have PTA film. A CTA film? What? I said it's like a PTA film. It's like a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Oh. It's really, like, really oh, yeah, subtle okay, yeah. flows, yeah. and then it all makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't leave loose ends. They, no, and and no, 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 that's no. rare in any kind of show. And it's also something that I think a lot of audience, like a lot of people who make kids shows, don't respect the audience enough to do that. No. Yeah. They definitely care about their audience in this show. I have feedback for one of our previous episodes. Ooh. It would be for our mm. West Wing episode. Okay. A listener of ours. Um, uh, told me a stand-up was a fairly common jargon term 20 years ago. Uh, so when we were talking in, in West Wing, when we were like, oh, why is a, why is, why are they, we thought they were making fun of the reporter for mm-hmm. like doing a stand-up. That's just what you would call that sort of thing. Interesting. Yeah. Um, also, that was said to me by my mom. Uh, she's the <gasps> listener that sent shout us out. that correction. Yeah. So shout, shout out to my oh, mom. Oh, and she did study journalism. She did do so that. So she would know what a journalist would be doing. Mm-hmm. Stand up. I don't. I wish I remembered exactly what she was referring to. She said to. she had them at her work. Um, anyway. Oh. Um, so that's a correction from the old listener pool. If you, you want to send thorough. us a correction. 
yeah. Very thorough. Oh, yeah. I think we could be more thorough, actually. We, so that means a lot. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we do little to no research for this show most of the time. Uh, yeah. Uh, unless we really care about the thing that we're talking about. Um, the... If you want to send us a correction, send us one yeah. at season three episode four at gmail.com. No, it's at season three episode four pod. Pod gmail.com. Got it. Season yeah. three episode four pod at gmail.com. The words are words, the numbers are numbers. I don't know why we put pod in there because it's not like yeah. there's a season three episode four already. Just to confuse you. It's to remind people what you are. Yeah. Does anyone want to I have like a quiz here to see what what element we would be. Does anyone? Do you guys? Are you interested in this at all? <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's the it's the play buzz quiz, and let me see if I can't send it to you so we can all. Take can you ask me it. the questions? Oh, okay, we're all taking it. Okay. Um, I can ask you. The, I can ask him out loud. If no, you that's like, okay. Or or would you? That's like okay. To? That's okay. Because you can't report. You, can save you can't report your... multiple. Questions. So just here, just yeah, just text it to me or something. I'll pull it up. All right. Awesome. Also, have you guys seen? Have you guys seen The Sopranos? No. No. Either of you? No. We, we should okay. do that. Because I haven't seen The Sopranos. Oh, that would. And be that fun. was my thought. I was trying to decide for this episode whether to do a show that I had seen or hadn't seen before. And if I hadn't seen it, if I had decided to do hadn't seen, that's what I was thinking. It's very fun to be on the end of, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. It, that is a very fun <laughs> thing to do. All right, let's start. What do you believe is your destiny? Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for reading the... Can you read the I, answers, too? I mean, honestly, I feel like we should just do the quiz and then edit all of this out oh okay great and we'll just, and we'll just we'll give our answers end, yeah. okay how do how do i handle stress i definitely panic i definitely panic. <laughs> oh no ah. oh sweet did you get your answers not yet not yet <clears throat> i don't think mine's accurate <laughs> Like, I wish I was this zen. Oh, Oz. Do you have to go to the bathroom, buddy? I think he wants food. Oh, is it food feeding time? Fooding time. <laughs> okay, I think I'm getting my results. Okay, I've got my results. I'm not quite there yet. One more sec. Okay. Oh no. Oh no. It Did you lose it, your result? Yeah. I, I remember yeah, what my results away. are. Oh no, I got it. I got it. I had to hit. I got it. I figured it out. I got it back. I got mine. Okay. I was an airbender. I got airbender. Tell us about airbender. Oh shoot. Okay. It <laughs> I also got airbender. Uh, tell us about airbender. You are an Interesting. airbender. You are drawn to freedom. You are fun-loving and free-spirited, and you always find. Oh, oh! It flipped away. Yeah, mine did the same thing. Oh man, I lost it. If you hit back, <laughs> it goes. That's what I did. Let's see. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you feel that helping others is a priority, yet you don't like being tied down. Sometimes you're trusting an oh. adventurous nature can make you seem naive or restless, but you use these traits to make friends easily. People trust you. Above all, you believe in second chances, change, and finding joy in life. What did you get? I got... I... I got Firebender. Interesting. Um, ah. and, Interesting. And I'm, I'm not sure... Sh- While I don't agree or disagree with the... With the bending style uh, I'm not 100% sure that I match the criteria that it lists so why don't I read it and you guys can yes. say whether or not you think this is me 
Uh, okay, so you are a firebender. You are drawn to ambition. You are a passionate and outgoing person. Contrastly, people sometimes see you as cold and uncaring. However, you tend to put up this barrier. Maybe it's, you know, maybe. However, you tend to put up this barrier to keep from feeling vulnerable or make it, or to make achieving your goals easier. You are the most emotional type of bender. The smallest things affect you the most, both negatively and positively. Firebenders will spend their entire lives dedicated to one goal or dream and won't stop until they see the benefits or pitfalls that re- their, that result in their efforts. Sometimes you lose sight of what's important due to your determination. People count on you to keep them determined and dedicated. Above all, you believe in fulfilling your dreams, truly feeling life, and stopping at nothing. Click below to oh, share this great. so the world would know. <laughs> I didn't finish it when I that first read great. it, so it's... It's more accurate than I at first thought, but yeah. still, maybe my heart just tells me I wouldn't want it. Firebending would be cool. It would be. It's great. one of the you know you can do it anywhere unless it's too cold. Or in space. Yeah, firebending. Or in space. space. What? Because that's the where they should take the next Avatar yeah. to. <laughs> just like Fast and the Furious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just I think, like Fast and the Furious. I think I'm more of a fire type. I was surprised to get Airbender. <clears throat> I've always associated myself with the airbenders. Mm. I've always felt Adam. I that's interesting because I mean I think you would be a um, air is accurate, but I also would put earthbending in there. <laughs> Very yeah, grounded. I, I do feel I feel attached to that as well. Oh yeah, Earth as well. Mm. Yeah, I've always. If I was going to be any group of benders, though, I would be the swamp benders, because I think... Who are water benders. Water benders, that's true. See, Lisa would be a fire earth, I think. Fire earth. One of those two. I I could... That's the interesting thing, right, about this world, too, is even within the bending universe, there are special types of benders. Yeah. There's like the the yeah. blood benders and the metal and the, and the sand. metal benders. Mhm. Lava. Oh god, yeah, lava benders. Yeah. What Electricity? are the sand benders? Sand benders in the library episode. Ooh. Yeah, the sand benders, they lived out in the desert and they just like flung sand in the like they they like <laughs> they propelled their their sand ships with uh, by bending the sand. Oh, that's around. rad. It was pretty dope. But not all earthbenders. So that's crazy because sand is just earth, right? Yeah. But Toph, as Toph was saying, it was really hard for her to see. Oh, fun out of bitch. Was, ah, fucking out of bitch. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Dude. It's okay. We can just keep editing. I'm sorry. It happened again. <laughs> <laughs> we should wrap up the episode, though. We should. Yeah. Um, uh, before we go, we'd like to thank all the makers of the show, starting with the creators Michael Dante DiMartino and Brian Konietzko. This episode was directed by Giancarlo Volpe and written by Tim Hedrick Aaron. Oh, I'm gonna butcher this name. Hats. A hats. Credited as head writer, as well as Elizabeth Welch, E. Hatz, Joshua Hamilton, Tim Hendrick, John O'Brien. Um, they were credited as staff writers. It first aired on October 12th, 2007. Uh, the episode stars Zach Tyler, Mae Whitman, Zach DeSena. Jack DeSena. Uh, sorry, Jack DeSena, Michelle Hill. Ma- Michaela. <laughs> I need to be holding this. Michaela Jill Murphy, D. Bradley Baker. Who does like monster voices for every monster or animal in pretty much every animated show Ooh. everywhere? D. Bradley Baker does Appa and Momo um, oh, in cool. this show, but he does all the monsters in all the shows everywhere. Uh, Robert Patrick, Chris Butler, Greg Baldwin, and Wayne Duvall. There are more, and we encourage you to check them out on I, IMDb. You guys, I have one more IMDb fact I forgot. Can I say it real quick? Yeah. Let's yes. So oh God. Yes. At the end of the yes. episode, yes. Sokka, Sokka gives Toph a piece of the meteorite so that she has something to bend, which she eventually bends into an arm armband that she wears for the rest of the season. But she's playing with it and makes a star shape with it, 
And then she makes like a splatter shape with it. And the splatter shape is the Nickelodeon logo. So like as she's bending it, playing with it. (laughs) So it's like a star shape and she mushes it around and then it's the Nickelodeon logo. That is fun. What was the Zuko fact? His, oh, that Zuko had the teacher. same. It's the same teacher, yeah. Teacher. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. These are. I love that you had these facts. They were on IMDb. These are great facts. Yeah. Shout, shout out IMDb, the international movie database, owned by Amazon um, and uh, and friends. Yes. <laughs> Actually, we get a lot of our facts from them, so yeah. it's it's very helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got good trivia. Very helpful people. Um thank you uh Peter. Oh. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you, you for freaking being on the show and like uh thank you for your facts and your uh choosing a show that honestly I I love with all my heart. I love yeah. this show so much. <laughs> Me too. Um, and then thank you, listeners, for listening to season three, episode four. I'm Adam, and I'm Lisa. You can find Lisa on Instagram at l a s s i s s i s s a. You can find Oz. You just heard him right there at Ozzy the Buddy. That's O z z i e. You can find Adam at Damn in HD. What Peter, where can people uh, find you? Can you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at PJA Martino, spelled M-A-R-T-I-N-E-A-U. Uh just at PJA Martino. Um or on uh YouTube, the old YouTube at PJAM Space Productions. Check that out. There's a yeah, short I've film seen, and I've a sketch a on there. Uh Maybe I'll add to Very it again, good. but I'll take the views while I can. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rack up those um, views for Peter. And Get of course, I can up. be found uh, m- moving to Chicago to pet Oz's, uh, the backside of his ears. Oh. I can be found doing that. He would love that. <laughs> Always be found doing that. <laughs> um. Oh, if we're, oh, you can also you can find this podcast on Instagram. It's at season three, episode. The four. words are words. words are the words. numbers are numbers. Numbers are numbers. I love that tag phrase. I know it. He did. He knows you. <laughs> it's good. Adam came it's up amazing. with that. Hey. <laughs> it's good. Um, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. You had a a really and in- you seem connected to the it's show. A good ass show in dude. a way. <laughs> it is, dude. Um, well, join us next week. We don't know what we're watching yet. I'll be there. Um, I mean, I won't be there, be but the I'll guest. be listening. <laughs> Hell yeah! I, we really appreciate that. Thank you. No <laughs> um, you want to help us say goodbye to the audience? Yeah, yeah. sure. Bye. Yeah, we just say bye. Nailed it. Thank you. Thank you, audience out there for tuning in. Um, wherever you are, whatever time it may be, uh, listening to us yeah. talk about this television show <laughs> and talk to each other. Oh, and also uh, listening to Bye. just somebody's catch up for a little bit. Thanks. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> What's that? What is the episode?